Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Categorically Romance Podcast. My name is Bree, and happy 2024, everyone. Happy New Year. I am so excited that we have reached a new year. I personally am a New Year's fan. So I wanted to sit down and do a solo episode. This is only my second one, okay? For the longtime listeners, you know, like I did post my first one back in the summer. I think it may have been July or August. And I remember when I did it, I was like, oh, I would love to do more of these. And that has always been the goal. And then I went back to work. <laughs> so if you're new here, I live in America. Hi, I'm Bree. Uh, I served 14 years in the military and then I got out in 2019 and I became a stay-at-home mom and full-time college student, like finishing my bachelor's, jumped into my master's, did a teaching program, and now I am teaching sixth grade. I started teaching back in August. And life became crazy. <laughs> it has been a couple of years since I've worked a Monday through Friday. And back when I was working, I wasn't also podcasting and all of that. Like the, the life of the podcast came about when I was at home. So it has been interesting, but I did, you know, I posted that solo episode and I was like, I want to do more of these. And the amazing thing is, is I received a few emails from listeners. Shout out to you all. I love you so much. They were like, hey, you did really good with that solo episode. I'd like to hear more. And I'm like, I want to record more. So here we are. The goal kind of this new year is I would love to do two solo shows a month. But I know for sure there is one that I want to and can commit to. And that is more of a like end of the month wrap up. But I like I said, I want to do two. So if you all have any ideas for like other solo episodes you'd like for me to do throughout the month, the email address to the podcast is always in the show notes. So have a look. If there's anything that you're like, hey, I would love to hear you talk about this or whatever, email it to me. I am like all ears. <laughs> and I want to give more of what you guys actually want to listen to. And I was talking to my friend, Laura, from um, the host, she's the host of the What to Read Next podcast. And she is doing some amazing things um, with her podcast this upcoming year. And I was like, yeah, I really, I really want to do more of these. And she's given me some ideas. So we will see, I'm going to try to stay better organized and on top of things um, and, and bring more of that content to you all in the new year. I wanted to do this solo show and just have it as like a very chill conversation between friends. And I wanted to use this as an opportunity for you all to get to know me a little bit more or better. Um, I have been in my lifestyle wellness girl era. Most of the podcasts that I've been listening to are the lifestyle girls. I'm just obsessed. And one of the ones that I've been listening to is called Just Glow With It. I love that podcast so much. And the host of it has recently started incorporating like her recent obsessions. And I love the idea of this. So again, email to the podcast is in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. Like, what have you recently been obsessed with? I want us to normalize being obsessed with things. Like we need to normalize it. Whatever brings you joy, makes you happy. Like, makes you forget the crap day you had, like let's normalize loving it. Okay. So I have a list of six things um, that I jotted down. There are probably way more, but 2023 was such a long year. <laughs> so um, the first one that I want to talk about is Ghost UK. I am also a fan of like the American version of this. I did not jot it down, but I 
love that show so much. And I really wanted to watch the UK version because I knew the American version was inspired, a spinoff of this UK version. And Paramount Plus, a streaming service we have here in the States, they have recently started like uploading um, two episodes a week on Thursday of Ghosts UK. And it's so good. It is so good. My husband and I have been watching it. He was not a fan of the American version, but he is like all in with the UK version. So the UK version follows Allison Cooper and her husband, Mike Cooper. The storylines are very similar. Like they're very similar. The ghosts are very parallel, very similar, like between both the American and the UK version. There are obviously some differences. Um, But essentially, if you have not watched either, Allison her husband are pretty down on their luck. Like they're pretty broke. And then Allison inherits like this big old basically mansion. And her and her husband are like, oh, like let's make this make money for us. Let's like let's renovate and turn it into a bed and breakfast. And most of the episodes are them trying to like scheme up some money like okay let's invite somebody here to have their wedding. Let's have some historical people come And things just never really quite work out how they hoped. And Allison, I can't remember how she, what happens in the UK version, but in the American version, the heroine falls down the stairs and wakes up and she can see ghosts. I think in the UK version, I'm blanking. I think she gets hit by something or she like falls out of a window. That's what it was. She falls out of a window. And when she comes to, she can see ghosts. So that's how that gets kicked off. It is hilarious both of them are fantastic my favorite shows um currently that are coming on um the uk version i will admit is it's a little darker like it leans into the dark element a little bit um and the humor is different but i love it so much i love it so much so yeah i've been watching that on paramount plus uh again it's ghost uk if you're looking for something a little different (laughs) and to watch like i highly recommend it The next thing that we have been watching, we just finished yesterday. I believe this has eight episodes and it's on Netflix and it's called Bodies. You guys, this freaking show. So this is a limited British crime and science fiction series that follows these four different detectives. So Detective Hillinghead, and I'm probably saying these all wrong because I think they go by like DS, but I can't remember what the S stands for. It may be Sergeant. I can't remember. Um, but Hillinghead is from like 1890. Whiteman is from 1940. Hassan is 2023. And Maplewood is 2053. So these four different detectives, but they all discover the same body with the same tattoos, the same injuries in the same location in their different time periods. Guys, this is a show that on the surface, I should not like. But my husband put it on and within like the first 15 minutes into the first episode, I was like, I am hooked. I'm emotionally invested. I need to know what the hell happens (laughs) in this show. But I am not a binger. Like my husband, if he had it his way, we would have sat and we would have watched all eight episodes like back to back. But I need to process. I have questions. I have thoughts. I need to talk about it. So it took us about three days, but we finished it yesterday and it's so good. Like I'm personally a little offended that it's a limited series, but at the same time, I think that it ended how it needed to end. So if you are in your like, want to step out of your comfort zone or just in your crime thriller type era, look into this, you guys. It has time travel. It has, oh my gosh, there is like a line that is said in the show that I am still swooning over. Okay. Like 
I'm still swooning over it. I want to talk to somebody about it. So Bodies, it's on Netflix. If you watch it, please email me, hit me up on Instagram so we can talk about it because I need somebody else to talk about it other than my husband. So yes, look into that. My next obsession is, this has been an obsession all 2023, but I just wrote the holiday version because I just finished watching it. And that is Food Network's baking championship shows. You guys, listen, your girl cannot bake. Like, bake a cake? What? Cookies I can do if they are already like cut out for me. I did bake like a homemade batch of cookies, I think two Christmases ago, and they weren't terrible, but I'm just, I'm not a baker, but I am obsessed with the holiday baking championship, the like different seasonal baking championships that Food Network has. I think my favorite would have to be like the spring version. I love the spring version with all the pastels and flowers and just aesthetically, it's probably my favorite to watch. Um, but it, yeah, it just, I don't know. It brings me comfort. It's fun. It's bright. It's colorful. Um, everybody, even though it's a competition, they're really supportive of each other. It's just really fun to watch. My husband is like a very like serious competition show type watcher. And I'm like, let's watch a happy competitive show. And he even like, he's like, it's tolerable. He watched it with me, you guys. It's so good. So yeah, if you're just looking for like a fun comfort watch, and I don't know what my deal is with food. Like some of my comfort watches are food shows. Highly recommend the Baking Championship seasonal shows on Food Network. The next thing that took me by surprise, I was not expecting to fall in love with this show like I did, but I did. And that is The Amazing Race. Now, I watched the most previous, the most recent season. Uh, I will not be going back and watching all the previous seasons. I'm not that kind of girl, but... I really got hooked this most previous season. So the winners of it were two brothers. I believe their names were Greg and John. I love them so much. I was so happy that they won. Um, I think that this show just fulfills my desire to travel. <laughs> like hands down, I'm just, I'm in it for what location are they going to next? Like what fun challenges are they going to do? But I just want to see them like running around the streets, you know, in London or wherever they end up. Like it was just, it was really, really fun to watch. Like, yes, it's a competitive show. Um, but I don't know. It's just like that wanderlust that I have. It just really fulfills that. So yeah, the amazing race. If you are looking for like another, just kind of, I don't know, at the end of the day, kind of mindless, but you're going to get into it show to watch, check it out. The next thing that I have been obsessing over. Okay. I have been treating myself quite a bit since I have went back to work. This is like, I was in the military before I started teaching. So I wore the same thing to work every day. So this is my first adult job where like I have to dress myself in something different every day. And part of what has been keeping me sane and keeping my spirits lifted is like shopping on Etsy, you guys. <laughs> shopping on Etsy. So just supporting those small shops. Like I really enjoyed like, you know, treating myself to different like sweatshirts and t-shirts back during like the Halloween season. And then of course, being a teacher, we did the like 12 days of like holiday dress up and it was all these different themes. And I was able to like get stuff from different shops that fit those themes on Etsy. So just, it feels great to like support these shops. And then the more that you buy from them, like they kind of get to know you. Like I bought one shirt from a shop and the girl was like, it did not turn out how I wanted to turn out. Let me send you another one for free. Don't worry about it. And it was just like, you're so sweet. This is so amazing. You know? So I don't know, treat yourself all that to say, treat yourself. Like I am just really 
like in this era of leaning into whatever season it is like I know it's January but I'm already like Valentine's Day is coming up and I love Valentine's Day I have been like just perusing online looking for cute shirts and sweatshirts with hearts and things like that like whatever gets me through the day and like I really do believe one thing I've been learning from listening to the lifestyle and wellness girlies is like one thing you can control is how you show up and like I feel like when you are wearing something that you find fun and that you're in love with you're going to show up a little bit more confident and that has definitely been the thing for me like I need (laughs) whatever boost I can get and next is a podcast so this is the glow up secrets with Alicia Gogan she also has a YouTube channel I will make sure I link both of them in the show notes if you are interested in checking them out I just love her personality I love how real she keeps it she's one of the like lifestyle and wellness podcasts that I listen to um but yeah I I love what I get from her is it feels like this bestie from far away like I think she lives in she lives in like Toronto Um, Just coming at you with like no BS, like lifestyle tips and advice and guidance. Like, I don't know. It, it, It is exactly what I need at the moment. Like I need somebody recommending to me, you know, things to add to my face routine before I go to bed. Like I didn't even have a night facial routine until I until I started listening to Alicia. And now it is one of my favorite things ever. Like I look forward to nighttime when I get to sit there and do my facial routine. (laughs) So I love it. Uh, There are so many out there. If Alicia's not for you, just kind of search and find something. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm really, really, you guys teaching has taught me a lot about myself. And one of the things has been that like, I need to do better at taking care of myself. Um, So just having podcasts like this that are just like reminding you prioritize self-care. Here are some tips and tricks and, you know, try this product and this product may not be for you. So try this one. Like it has been so helpful. I'm obsessed. Next, I want to talk about some of the 2023 lessons I learned. Um, So I have three of those written down. The first one that I wrote down is the life I'm living is one that I once prayed for or hoped for. It has been rough. 2023 was not an easy year and I am trying not to be naive. Like I don't expect 2024 to be easy either. I'm very hopeful. (laughs) I hope that it is a better year than 2023 was, but I just had these moments where a lot of moments of doubt. I had a lot of moments of doubt. Um, I think people who know me in real life, I get a lot of the you're so positive and you know, your energy is so positive and you're so strong and people don't know, like I had more days than not where I felt like I was hanging on by a thread. Okay. (laughs) And like I said, a lot of moments of doubt, a lot of moments of like, what am I doing? Even starting this new career, I have had more days than not where I'm like, what am I doing here? Why am I doing this? Am I teaching the right grade? Am I meant to be a teacher? Like I knew that I wanted to be a teacher way back in middle school. And I've had a lot of days where it's like, was this just a fairy tale? Did I have like one good teacher who made it look phenomenal? Um, But in reality, like times have changed. Things have changed. Kids have changed. Like it's, it's not what I just look at the students that I have and I'm like, I was not like this in sixth grade, (laughs) but obviously time has progressed. Times have changed, but I just have to remind myself in those moments, like, The life that you're living is one that you hoped for once. And I do, I think back to like the past two years and it's like you grinded and hustled so hard 
to get this job. And now, you know, you, your family has insurance and you're able to save money and you're able to treat yourself more. And it's like, you did pray to be here. So just having to remind myself, like, this is exactly what you wanted once upon a time. The second one that I wrote down is how you speak to yourself is so important. So again, going back to the lifestyle girlies, <laughs> I have been saving a lot of affirmations on Pinterest. If you are interested in any of the ones that I've been saving, just email me and I will send them to you or send you links to them. The first thing that I try to do in the morning is read some of the affirmations that I've saved on Pinterest. Pinterest is a lifesaver. Like shout out to whoever had that idea. It's amazing. This is something that I struggled with a lot in previous years, a lot of therapy, <laughs> a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations with the therapist that I had in the past. And I'm still working on it. I feel like it's a thing that I'm constantly going to be a work in progress on, but how you speak to yourself is so important. So if you need to write it down, if you need to put it in your notes app on your phone, whatever. I know I follow some like YouTubers who literally have like sticky notes on their bathroom mirror, like whatever you need to do, like it's so important. So watch how you're talking to yourself. Uh, and like I said, 2023 was a hard year. So I had to tell myself a lot, like you've never dealt with something like this before. It's okay. Show yourself some grace. Like I had to tell me to show me a lot of grace, a lot <laughs> in the previous years. And the last one that I put was self-care is no joke. Take care of yourself. Going back to starting a new job, guys, my anxiety these first couple months of teaching has been crazy. Okay. Like it hasn't like affected my, like, so I was diagnosed with major depressive disorder. I feel like I, I take care of me like really well when it comes to managing that. But, and, and like, and I was diagnosed with anxiety, but I feel like my anxiety, I feel like I was like really managing that well too. Like I get anxious sometimes, but it hadn't really gotten, it wasn't going too far. And then I started teaching and I have had some mornings, like I had a morning at the end of November where I almost rear-ended a car. Like I remember getting into my car and pulling out of the driveway. I don't even remember driving down the street. I just remember coming to and all of a sudden I saw red and I had to like slam on my brakes. And I was like, girl, you almost hit this car. Like what is going on? Like I was so afraid I was about to pull over and call two of my coworkers, but I just managed like the whole rest of the way to work. I was just trying to talk positive to myself. And I was like, like praying out loud and just being like, you know, thank you for my car. Thank you for like, you know, waking me up this morning, like just trying to say positive things to kind of keep myself grounded. So yeah, the anxiety has been, it's been, it's been crazy. So self-care is no joke. It has really become a priority for me, whether that's coming home and sitting on the couch and watching Amazing Race and just being okay with, okay, you worked your butt off all day. You deserve to sit here and order takeout and watch the Amazing Race or getting up and going for a walk, you know, a long walk on the weekend or your face routine at night, like take care of you. If it's sitting in bed and reading on Kindle before you go to bed or doing a word search, like whatever it is, like take care of yourself. Let's talk about some reads. So I ended up reading, I hit my reading goal, barely. <laughs> During Christmas break, I was like 
10 books away when Christmas break started. And I was like, are you going to be able to do this? But I managed to do it. Um, And it was really, it was a really good reading year. Like I read most of the category romances I read were total bangers. So it was really hard to like come up with a list of standout reads when I feel like just about all the category I read stood out. Um, But I did, I managed to come up with a list of seven books. The first one is kind of a cheat because it's three books. (laughs) But it's what I started the year off with. So I started off with the Image Project series by Catherine Garbera. I feel like I talked about this series so much in the beginning of the year. I can't believe how long ago that was. Um, I binged this series. Okay, like I try really hard not to do that often because I've I've done that before. Like I think it was three or four years ago. I binged the Lucky Harbor series by Jill Shalvis in January. Like January, I just remember sitting there binging that series. And Jill Chavez is one of my favorite authors, like the queen. At the end of it, I was like, I can't believe I just binged this whole series. Like I tried to like space it out. But I could not put this series down. The first one is Billionaire Makeover, which is a reverse Cinderella between former mean girl and the guy she was awful to. Uh, The Billionaire Plan is book two. It's a single dad. He's the enemy of her ex type romance. And then Billionaire Fake Out is hinted an identity that leaks right as the heroine is about to confess that she's pregnant. It was fantastic. Like I I just love Catherine Garbera's voice, especially in the series. And that's a Harlequin Desire like Oh my gosh, at its best. So yeah, go dig through the archives, get on Amazon, check your library, the Image Project series by Catherine Garbera, like perfect way for me to start off 2023. Next, I have listed Her Man of Honor by Terry Wilson. You guys, uh, again, another book that I feel like I've talked about multiple times on this podcast. But this is the book I I was reading it and I was like, Terry, I can just tell she has wanted to write this book for so long. Like, you know, when you follow an author online and you kind of get to see the things that they're interested in by seeing like what they post in their stories or they post on their feed and things like that. Like this book just felt like a Terry Wilson darling. And I still think about it to this day. Um, Part of, you know, I'm also reading book two right now, faking, faking a fairy tale or faking the fairy tale. And so it's just... I'm so happy to be back in this world. Like it just, when you read a book that you can tell is like, I don't know, like this author put their heart and soul into it. Like they have been wanting to write this book. There's just something really special about it. So I love it. I love the cover to Her Man of Honor. It's got like the taxi cab view. It's it's perfect. It is a perfect book. The next one is Her Island Homecoming by Anna J. Stewart. I loved this book. I love that Anna is giving us heartwarming set in Hawaii. Like heartwarming is so small town and community and just just perfection. Like heartwarming was the first category series that I ever read from. And so to have it set in Hawaii, it just, it felt really, it felt very familiar. And like, I don't want to say nothing new and that sounded like a bad thing because it's not, but it just, the setting just felt so refreshing. And it was like, you can do this even in paradise and it be beautiful and amazing. And I just, I loved it. And it's just the perfect book to start off the series. Um, I know how much Anna loves Hawaii. So again, it goes back to like, this author has been wanting to do this thing and they are finally doing this thing. And it just sparkles with like, I don't know, all this glitter of like, I'm finally doing the thing that I wanted to do kind of thing. So it's fantastic. Her Island Homecoming, Anna J. Stewart, part of heartwarming, must read. Then I have on here two that are some throwbacks. Okay, so they were not 
published in 2023, but that is okay. I read two Allie Blake's from Harlequin Kiss. Now, Allie freaking Blake, if you ever listen to this, I adore you. I think I had posted that I was reading one of these and she emailed me like, let me send you this other one. Uh, so thank you to Allie. Um, the first one that I read was The Secret Wedding Dress. And this book was hilarious. I just, I remember the meet cute so vividly, but it is a cute wedding dress, no bride. <laughs> So basically the heroine is at like, I can't remember if it was like a going out of business sale. She doesn't have a man. She's not engaged, but she's like, what the hell? I'll buy the wedding dress because it's on, it's like 90% off. Like it was crazy. I would do it too. Um, And so she buys a wedding dress and she's like carrying the wet wedding dress and she gets on the elevator to go to like her apartment. And of course there's this fine dude there when she's carrying a wedding dress. It was the perfect setup. Loved it. Um, And then I read Faking It, Faking It to Making It. And this one was really fun because it's set the hero and the heroine meet on a dating app he's just solely there because he needs a date to a wedding and she is there doing research for an infographic she's like a freelancer um so they both have their like reasons for being there i love that she's just there like doing research (laughs) but it was so fun like i just i don't know i love Allie blake's writing I love her voice like she's one of those authors that when I read her books I'm like you make me want to try to write a book of my own like I just they're so fun they're so fun her voice is so distinct and I just love how kind of like fun and girly it is they were perfect so yeah both of those were Harlequin kisses so it was a secret the secret wedding dress and fake it to make it I have another throwback and this was a Kamani and it was Bachelor Undone by Brenda Jackson so this is like kind of enemies to lovers the two love interest Darcy and York are from the same place but they don't get together until they're both in Jamaica I believe and it's just one of those like timing wasn't right kind of deals but in this in the book Darcy she's on vacay and she finds herself caught up in like a suspenseful type situation like the guy that is like inviting her out for dinner and things like that I think he's working on a movie and he's like inviting her out she's hanging out with him and York is like this guy's not a he's not a good guy like you need to chill but of course she thinks he's a hater she She's just like, stay in your lane, mind your business kind of thing. But she finds herself like caught up in some mess. It was so good. It was so fast paced. I was able to listen to the audiobook. I think I had it out from Audible. So good. So well worth the listen. I actually think it, it is part of a series. And I can't remember if it was the final book in the series or the first book in the series. But either way, it was fantastic. Bachelor Undone by the queen, Brenda Jackson herself. Loved it. And then another standout. So I can't even believe that this book came out in 2023. It feels like I read it so long ago. But it's one of the books of my heart. I love it so much. And that is A Rancher Worth Remembering by Anna Grace. This is Clara and Jet's romance. I feel like I'm not even going to say too much about it because Alicia and I just chatted with Anna back in, I think, November. And we just totally fangirled the whole time. And I had the opportunity to share with Anna how much I love these two. I love them. I love that Clara, Clara is a matchmaker. And when her and Jet meet. Now Jet did grow up in their small town, but he's been away for a while. So it's not kind of clicking at first that he is who he is. But when they meet, he is there to be a wingman for a friend of his who is going to meet a matchmaker. And Jet thinks that is total BS. It doesn't work. And it's Clara who also just so happened to have ran him over with her bike. 
before he learns that she is who she is and she's there to set his friend up kind of thing. It is so good. And I've been continuing on with the series and I love seeing these two pop up in the other books. It's so good. So A Rancher Worth Remembering by Anna Grace. And the final one that I have is Home to River's Edge by Nan Reinhardt. And this was Jasmine and Elias's romance. I talked with Nan about this book, so I won't say too much about it. Um, but it is the first book in her new Weaver Sisters series. So it is set still in her River's Edge, like her world of River's Edge. But it's just following triplets. Um, and it's so good. Like it is second chance, second shot at love between two previous like high school sweet sweethearts. Um, the hero did get married and his wife passed away. Jasmine has been working in Washington, D.C., like in the political world. And this is like their second chance at love. And it was just so fantastic. I love, again, Nan is another author whose voice I just love. She's really snarky. She's really funny. <laughs> She's really funny. Like I, I really do want to go back and read the previous books like set in the world of River's Edge because I just yeah I, I have fallen in love with it I feel like I am a Towns member it's so good now let's talk about some of the upcoming titles I'm excited for <laughs> there's just so much it's so hard to make a list like this coming in February from Mia Heinzelman from Thule is the accidental crush and what got me was like there's a Galentine's brunch involved now Thule always comes through with a couple of like Valentine's Day themed romances and I'm so thankful for it and I'm so excited that Mia is giving us one and I believe that the heroine is like a business consultant and the hero I think he has like a he's part of like his family's vineyard and it sounds like they're obviously coming on some like hard times or something like that and this is their romance. So very interesting, fun plot line. Again, I saw Galentine's Brunch. I saw the cover. I saw Mia's name and I was like, yes, I need it. So yeah, that one comes out in February. I'm super excited for that. The, we have another, we have an Allie Blake coming in April, secretly married to a prince from Harlequin Romance, which listen, another thing I'm obsessed with is being subscribed to the romance slash true love line. If you guys don't go ahead and subscribe to your favorite line, I don't know what you're doing, okay? That's all I'm going to say. I love my romance subscription. Um, but this one comes out in April. She needs a husband to claim her inheritance, but what if she already has one and he just happens to be a prince? Dive into the first installment in the One Year to Wed miniseries from Allie Blake. I just copied that from Harlequin's website. This sounds like an Allie Blake plot line, and I am so excited. I can't wait for my books to arrive. You guys, the beauty of subscribing I don't have to get online and do anything other than pay for the books when they arrive. And I just love getting this little box and knowing that there are four pretty pink books in there. It's just fantastic. I don't know. It's like a treat to myself every month. I'm going to buy those books anyway. So yeah, I highly recommend looking into it, guys. I, I personally think it is worth it. Next, I have A Home for the Doctor by Kelly A. King. And this is a heartwarming that comes out in February. And it says, could her love be just what the doctor ordered? Mia Ballad loves running the family and with her sisters. It gives her a sense of security and belonging. But when newcomer pediatrician Ryan Cassidy arrives with his belief in fun, Mia is swept 
off her feet by his charm. His lifestyle is exciting and their witty banter irresistible, but the uncertainty keeps her guessing. Can he find a permanent place in her heart? I saw the cover to this. It looks adorable. I cannot wait for it. So yeah, those are some of the books that I am like really excited for. I got a copy of Denise and Wheatley's first Harlequin Medical. I cannot wait for that. I do know that her and Christine Lynn are doing a continuity together. Cannot wait for those. Like I am so tempted to just go ahead and buckle down and subscribe to the medical line too. Oh my God. Oh my gosh, I have been like, I I placed a big order at the beginning of December and it was basically Harlequin Medicals that I had saved in my cart like way back since like June. So it was like this huge box of just beautiful blue books. Um, so yeah, falling in love with that series more and more. Love the medical line. Guys, again, if you are not subscribed to the line that you buy all the time anyways, go ahead and do it. And what else? I know I have, um, I got the Mona Shroff book in that order that I placed, uh, her upcoming special edition. It is so gorgeous. I'm going to be sitting down and reading that one very soon. There is just so much exciting, so many exciting titles coming. Now let's talk about 2024. So my word for the year so far, I try to have a word every year. My word for 2024 is thoughtful. And I pulled up the definition and it says showing careful consideration or attention. I just really want to be thoughtful with everything that I do, whether it's at work, in my personal life, with my family, um, here on the podcast. Like, I don't want to just be doing things just to be doing things, if that makes sense. I really want everything that I do to be thoughtful. So that's my word for the year. Reading goals, I only really have like two. I'm trying not to go too crazy. Um, Numerically, I want to try to read 75 books which is lower than it has been in past years. Like like 2023, my reading goal was like 130 books. I think prior to that, I think it was like 125. I always try to do like 125. I don't even know if I can do that. (laughs) So I'm trying to show myself some grace and just remember like my life looks different now. I'm busy now. I don't have as much time as I have in the past, but 75 feels doable. And then my second goal is to read at least 20 minutes a day, which I think is doable. And I also have to remind myself like reading is going to look different every day. Some days I'm going to sit and binge listen to an audiobook. Some days it's going to be an ebook. Sometimes it's going to be a physical book. Sometimes I just want to read children's books. You guys, I love children's books. I love graphic novels for like middle grade teenagers. Like those are my jam. And sometimes that's what I'm in the mood for. And that's okay. Um, So those are my main two goals. I just, I want 2024 to be the most fun reading year that I've had. Like I just, every year, I just want it to be more and more fun. Life goals. (laughs) Uh, My first one, I have seven goals for life, more morning affirmations. So just being consistent with like saying things, saying positive things to myself in the morning. I think that's a really important way to start the day. Uh, Number two is be intentional with what I consume before bed. I have through listening to these different podcasts and things like that, I've learned like before bed and in the morning when you first wake up, like that time is so critical. So I'm trying to not like roll over, grab my phone and start scrolling on social media. I'm trying to roll over, grab my phone, (laughs) which is still bad, but, um, you know, read my affirmations, say those positive words to myself and yeah, just being very thoughtful and intentional with like, what am I consuming right before I drift off to sleep? So keeping that in mind, 
morning. Uh, number three, keep up and expand my night routine. I have fallen in love with my nighttime routine. Like it's nothing special. It's nothing over the top, but I just love taking care of myself at the end of the day before I go to bed, lighting my tea lights, setting up my humidifier, putting my lavender in there, washing my face, doing the ice roller. Guys, if y'all have not got an ice roller, get on Amazon and treat yourself. It is so relaxing and it really helps on the nights where I have headaches. Highly recommend. Um, but yeah, and you know, just like laying in bed, reading Kindle, turning off all the lights, just like really relaxing. I have really come to appreciate my night routine. The next one, number four, is get up and go for walks. Now, I used to get up and go at least two, sometimes three times a week, and I would go for runs. And to be honest, I do miss running. And I would love to get back into running, but I have really fallen in love with walking. And so I'm trying to prioritize this year, no excuse, get up and go for a walk to start your day. I really hope and pray that it will help with my anxiety. Number five is journal. So I have a journal. I keep it in my nightstand. Sometimes some rhythms of life, some phases of life, journaling is super easy. I do it every day. And then some I look up and it's been a month and I have not journaled at all, but I do want to prioritize checking in with myself. Um, I don't know. I think I lost my grandfather to Alzheimer's uh, some years ago. And there's just part of me that's like wanting to document as much as my life on paper as I can. Just, yeah, trying to prioritize like journaling as much as possible. Number six, more soul nourishment, things that make me laugh, good books, morning walks, wine while cooking, dancing in the kitchen, whatever just makes my soul feel good. Go with that, period. And number seven is right. I have talked a lot on the podcast. <laughs> especially in the beginning about wanting to write and I have so many ideas and I have started some things and then life gets busy. Uh, being a new teacher comes with all these tests that I have to take, which means I have to study for them. Um, but I really, I think turning 37, I was just like, girl, if you don't, if you don't do it, it's going to be another year gone and you wouldn't have done it. You know, like I think part of it is the imposter syndrome. I think part of it is the, are you even good at this? Do you even know what you're doing? But I won't know if I don't do it, you know? And so really prioritizing this year, like sitting down and writing, like I have some ideas that I'm in love with. I have some characters that I am in love with. I just need to sit down and actually do it. And I've been given so much wonderful advice. I mean, literally doing the podcast, but then also just like offline, being able to talk with authors, like it has been, I've, I've been given some amazing gems and words of wisdom. So I know that I am equipped with everything that I need to do it. I just need to do it. <laughs> that is everything that I have for today's solo show. Again, I would love to do more of these um, in the new year. I have for sure ideas for like the end of the month, but I would like to do something else throughout the month as well. So check the show notes. The email is always linked down there. Hit me up if there's something you would like for me to talk about. Um, send it my way and um, I will look at it and we will do what we can. Uh, I hope 2024 is your best year yet. Be kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Have fun. Like we're here for a good time, not a long time. I read that in a book. I can't remember what book, but I read that in a book and I was like, that's my new model to life. <laughs> But alrighty, guys, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today and I'll talk to you later. Bye.